Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. 
Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday Morning. So I wonder if you're someone more predisposed to a sense of nervousness or a sense of excitement. So take any big event in your life. And by big event, I don't necessarily mean something huge. It might be an interview for a job. It might be a date with a new person. Maybe it's a talk you have to give. Maybe it's an exam. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just singing karaoke. But it feels a big thing. For some people, that fills them with excitement. For some, it fills them with dread. A few weeks back, some good friends of mine had set up in their garage in LA. Most things are still in lockdown. Not that many people are hanging out with lots of people. So we're all still very reliant on these little bubbles. And I have to say, we're very lucky. We're in a bubble of good people. And they they set up a karaoke thing. Been about 30 years since I sang karaoke. But anyway, we're going through it. And it reminded me of this sort of feeling, this sensation, which could be characterised as nervousness, but it could also be characterised as excitement. I don't know if you've ever noticed, the feeling between the two is actually really similar. It's just that more often than not, we have a pattern in our mind which either says, oh, that's anxiety, and we then get caught up in that story, or we're more predisposed to, oh, wow, I feel really excited by that, and we get caught up in that story. Obviously, they're both stories, but one is far more preferable than the other. So it took me back to a big talk I had to give a few years back. And I was about to get on stage, and it was a big crowd. I think it was like 3,000 people or something. And I had an hour on stage. I don't like really to have slides, and I don't like to have notes. I have an idea of where I'm going, but I don't really know where I'm going until... I'm on the stage, which in some ways is very liberating and freeing. On the other hand, is terrifying because it's an hour and who knows kind of where it will go. And anyway, it's about five minutes and you can see sort of the clock sort of counting down and the other person finishing off. And this lady came up to me who was sort of organising the event and we got sort of chatting. And she said, oh, do you know, I feel really nervous when I have to talk in front of public or, you know, in these types of situations. And we started chatting. We only had a couple of minutes to chat, but we started chatting about the difference between the two. And it's interesting. The next time you have the opportunity, when you start to feel that sense of rising, it could be excitement, it could be panic, or it may just be a physical sensation. Some people get it, butterflies in the stomach. Other people, it's a tightening of the chest, perhaps. There's lots of different ways that it gets expressed in different people. But I'd really recommend just pausing for a moment and just noticing the sensation. For a moment, just suspending the story, not getting caught up with, I feel anxious or I feel excited. Just noticing the sensation. It's really interesting. Over the years, I've chatted with lots of people in lots of different areas of life, especially in sports and high-performing kind of athletes. And they talk a lot about this, where inevitably... If you've been training for four years for the Olympics, you're going to feel a sense of, let's call it anticipation, which is maybe a bit more kind of neutral. 
And that anticipation needs to be channeled in some way. We can either have it very dispersed in feelings of anxiety and mind that's jumping all over the place, or we can sort of channel it into a sense of, wow, this is a really great moment. No matter what happens now, I've been preparing, I've done everything that I need to do. And this applies to everything in life, right? Not just the Olympics. It might just be an exam or an interview or something else. But if we prepared in the right way, then in that moment, the sensation is the sensation, one of anticipation. And we have the choice in that moment to either perceive it as nervousness and get involved in that to dissipate our energy, or we have the opportunity to perceive it as excitement, an opportunity to actually focus our energy in that moment. So whether it's something that you've got going on today, this week, next week, or sometime further down the line, always take that moment. Know that the feeling between the two is actually a very fine line. And more often than not, we actually have the choice which side of the line we fall. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hi everyone, Kaysunga here. If you're here, I assume that you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on the show and our wonderful host, Robin. We talk about life. There is a level of almost addiction here where mm-hmm. you're addicted to just information. It's like information overload. Relationships, before mm-hmm. you can spread love and kindness to others, you have to first cultivate it within yourself. Yeah. And anything else you can think to ask us. The first step with any change that you want to make is that acceptance and that awareness. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts.